Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? It is Monday, September 12th. Welcome into the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting, and it is not close. That may have been the wildest week one in the NFL, maybe of all time. When have we ever seen a division? This is true. AFC South, where none of the teams won, but two of them played each other. When has that ever happened? So a pretty good day at the brand. We had a ton of picks from the entire week, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. But then I'm telling you right now, hashtag it pays to watch our live stream last night before Sunday night football. Our guys get really locked and loaded. And look at that. The only thing we lost was the Cowboys itself. And they lose their starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, for several weeks due to a hand injury. Here's the stars of the show on a Monday because we're rock and roll and we're loaded. Today, first and foremost, <clears throat> she's now put it in her rearview mirror, and she is looking forward. But what a <clears throat> tough win, Allie, on Saturday. You escaped Austin, Texas, barely. Good morning. Good morning. Um, let me tell you, if we didn't win that game, I probably would have been embarrassed to be called Alabama for the whole season. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That's very true. See, that would have thrown off everything we do here at the brand, and we don't want to do that. So <laughs> you're very, very, very right. Now, um, in Las Vegas, they have really been disappointed the last 24 hours. Huh, Zach? Because the Raiders go to the Chargers yesterday, and time after time after time, they just couldn't get over the hump. They couldn't cover either, and that stunk for a lot of us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah, that looked like the Derek Carr that uh, Brady was hinting at in the first half this year with the throws that he was making, cost them some big possessions, missed a wide open uh, Darren Waller for that touchdown. So very disappointing. It is raining today in Vegas, but uh, it's been a nice long weekend, profitable start in both college and NFL. You're damn right. That's why we love having you on the team, on the crew. And despite all the craziness yesterday. My man, the maestro, still had a winning day. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I was just really struck by the different coaching uh, approaches. You know, Lovey Smith, fourth and three with 26 le seconds left in overtime. Let's punt the ball and go for the tie because he said later, you couldn't guarantee that we were going to convert. Well, you can never guarantee it. It's football. It's fourth and three. You're an underdog. You have a chance to win your opener, and you don't even go for it. I mean, Mike McCarthy punting down two scores with 11 minutes left from midfield, but Mike McDaniel, fourth and seven.
seven. He goes for the jugular. Jalen Waddle touchdown puts him up 17-0. The offensive coaches, Kevin O'Connell, Mike McDaniel, the guys that got new jobs, took over for defensive-minded coaches. They all did well. I, I just said good morning, Maestro. That's Sorry, I'm so pumped up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm messing. I'm messing. Uh, let's get into it. Storylines could affect the betting lines today. And boy, is there a bigger storyline than once again, after 25 years of futility, somehow people still think the Dallas Cowboys are good. Last night, they were terrible. On top of that, Mr. Maestro, they lose their quarterback with about five or six minutes left in the game for several weeks. That's going to affect so much. Start us off. Yeah, that's the key point, Coach. You said it. They were terrible before Dak Prescott got hurt, and now it's it's even worse. We saw an instant move for week two. They were laying two and a half to the Bengals. The books initially moved to six for the Bengals' favored in Dallas, but that's gone now. It's up to seven now. I'm wondering this might even get over a touchdown. Cooper Rush, you know, very limited. They did win in Minnesota last year with Cooper Rush. I should point that out. Uh, but the Bengals 0-1 desperately need that game. The Super Bowl futures for the Cowboys shot up. You know, they were 18 to 1. Now they're 50 to 1. The conference from 9 to 1 to 18 to 1. The division odds taken down right now. The Eagles are going to reopen as heavy, heavy favorites. Interesting. Every other team in the division wins. The Commanders get a win. The Giants get a win. The Eagles win. And the Cowboys sitting at 0-1. And Dak Prescott probably going to miss six to eight weeks. And the way the Giants got it done, that's a bigger way. That's a better way to do it that way and get that momentum going. Man. And by the way, if you're one of those betters that is going to put that money on the 50 to 1, we'll send you the link to St. Jude. We'll <laughs> let you still donate the money. Just let's let's give it to the kids. Let's give it to the kids. Now, that's a big time storyline. And again, don't forget tonight 7:30 Eastern time, we'll be back <clears throat> counting down to Monday night football. And in the chat, where did it go? Where did it go? There he is. Yeehaw! Where is it? Got so many people in the chat this morning. I can't even get back to it. Anyway, somebody said, yeehaw! Let's go. Now, that was going to be my transition to there you go. Thank you, AB. Yeehaw is kind of what you say when you're out on a ranch, when you're on a farm, when you're around horses. And uh, tonight, the Seahawks are facing the horses that we call the Broncos. And they've got a starting quarterback now that Russell, who was cooking in Denver, is no longer there. Zach Attack, you're up. Well, I think what we learned yesterday is you can take home underdogs. And uh, you look at the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll named Geno Smith starter. You go back to last year, he went 3-0 and ATS. And what you take away from that is you don't have to win uh, outright to cover. And that's still the case with Geno Smith last year. They were six-point underdogs against the Saints. They covered that one, even though they lost uh, six-point underdogs against the Pittsburgh Steelers, lost in overtime by three points, but still covered. And then they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he was 3-0 and ATS as a starter last year. That's something to keep in mind. And he also has primetime experience. He only started those three games, but two of those were primetime games, a Sunday night football game against Pittsburgh, Monday night football game against the Saints. And he also came in, post-halftime against the L.A. Rams on that Thursday night primetime game as well. So he's had this spotlight before, and maybe that's one of the reasons why Pete Carroll's went with him to open the season. Yeah, maybe so. It's going to be interesting to see how it happens. And don't think the NFL didn't know what they were doing when they put the schedule out. Come on. I mean, Broncos, Seahawks on a Monday night, week one, I think we're all here for it. Can't wait to dissect this game tonight on Early Edge Live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
but we need our board today. Before we do that, you guys know <laughs> we've grown so big. We've got to pay those pesky little bills. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. And we are back. It is time for our board today. And where do we start? Well, we can't forget about baseball, even though football is right at the front of our brains. So me and Allie have you covered. So Allie, I would love it. Love it. If you could start us off today, please. The floor is yours. Okay, so today I'm going to take the Mets on the run line, minus one and a half at minus 135. Um, they've won eight straight when Chris Bassett starts, and um, he's recorded a win in six of his last seven starts. At home, he has a 2.77 ERA. And then um, in comparison, Javier saw his first three starts. Um, I will say they were pretty good, but most recently he did give up four and runs to the Reds, and the Reds are not a very good team. Um, and he does have that really higher whip, um, 1.43, and that's over a pretty short um, amount of innings um, there. So I think the Mets They'll really have to pick it up if they want to get that NL East from the Braves. And hopefully they'll use a series like this against the Cubs to get the wins. Um, but the Cubs, they've lost seven of their last eight away games. So I would really think that if the Mets do it, it's going to be at least by two runs today. And I love that. And it brings the number way, way down because we're starting to see, Allie, aren't we, that in September, a lot of the good teams, they're north of minus 200 now. I mean, it's almost like minus 300 for. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it, those are numbers we never see. And we're seeing them now. Great call by you. I love the run line on the Mets. Now, I'm going to go next because we have been riding this team. And yesterday on my own, I just played the D-backs, and they won again. This team is red hot. They're scoring a lot of runs. And tonight they welcome potentially the best team in the entire National League, maybe in baseball, the L.A. Dodgers. So we're going to roll over nine plus 100. They just score a lot of runs. Our Sims have this close to 11 at Sportsline. If you were a member, you would know that. By the way, use a promo code early. I'll give you 30 days for free. You get all my cappers, all my analysis, everything. Even Zach Attack's picks, which have been, oh, really, really good. Now, tonight, Zach, I task you with, could you find me a prop? Perhaps a receiver, since so many receivers went bananas on Sunday. Do we have one tonight that potentially could have a good night? Yes, we do, Coach. I love primetime wide receivers, and I'm going to take Jerry Judy over 60 and a half yards. This one is, is going to have variance throughout the day. I would play it up to 63 and a half yards. I really do think he's going to be the top wide out tonight for the Denver Broncos. And there's been an adjustment already. It was 57 and a half last night. He has surpassed Cortland Sutton as the top yardage prop for the Broncos tonight. I think this is a big deal for Judy. Um, you know, he's in the third year of his rookie deal. One more year left. He needs to start showcasing what he can do on on the field as the former 15th pick a couple of years ago only played in 10 games last year needs to check that injury history and with uh, Russell Wilson coming in you have to look at the way he has maximized the talent at the wide receiver position when he was with Seattle 10-year career with the Seattle Seahawks you can go over all the plethora of wide receivers that he boosted up their level of play but in the most recent years with DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin before he retired, all were mega stars in the NFL. I just think Judy is he's going to be able to showcase himself. And with Russell Wilson facing his old Seattle team, you best believe the veteran's going to have a couple of moves up his sleeve, maybe one of those rainbow deep balls, maybe a, a look off that he's able to throw over the top, or even something he sees earlier in the game and goes back to later that's going to benefit Judy. I'll take him over 16 and a half yards receiving. That's exactly what I just had in my mind. I was like, I can already see one of those nice little rainbows over the top because that's what he does. And sometimes the sports books, Zach, they don't factor that in. He could get this in one catch. That's how dynamic both of them are. 
I'm anxious to see this game. I'm anxious to see Judy. This number will be north of 70, I think, next week if he has a big game tonight. Now, Maestro, we know the NFL is your bread and butter. We've already seen it just in the hello this morning, how fired up you are that week one has arrived. So I know, don't bring Major League Baseball to your doorstep today. You're laser focused on Monday night football. You're up. I also can't wait for this matchup, and I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people uh, expect. And I think the fact that Russell Wilson is coming back and is going to unleash a lot of bombs is going to help Geno Smith get over his passing yards prop. I played it on the alternate line at FanDuel, 200-plus passing yards at minus 140. I think it's reasonable juice to pay to go over this lower number. You're going to see it anywhere from 209 to 215 uh, in terms of his regular line. Let's look at who he's got. He's got DK Mackup. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got Noah Fant. He's got DJ Dallas, who's a very good receiving back, who's looking a lot faster <clears throat> this season, uh, was a great receiving back at Miami, averaged over 11 yards per reception. And I just think that everyone's deriding and making fun of Geno Smith. This guy didn't have a turnover in the preseason, didn't have a turnover in those three starts last year. Um, and I think the Seahawks, everyone assumed 70% run, 80% run. Yes, They'll probably will try to pound the ball, but in the preseason, 61% of the time they threw the ball. So to keep up with Russell Wilson, especially if they're playing from behind, I love it over 200 yards. Oh, I love it too. For so many different reasons. If it goes game script, they're going to be hot, be behind for the entire second half. So, but as we've seen from all the other games, Larry, this weekend, we don't know what's going to happen tonight. It could be absolute bananas. All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Do not forget about Early Edge and 5 today at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Then Early Edge Live tonight at 7.30 Eastern Time. But here is our recap, courtesy of AB on the ones and the twos. Maestro's on Geno Smith to go north of 200 passing yards, minus 140. Then Allie, she's on the Mets on the run line, minus 135. Zach Attack, we're going to go a little Jerry Judy over. It's now at 60 and a half. That's real time. It was 57 and a half. 30 minutes ago, it's moving. Get it in right now. Then you're going to cash with me. We're going to do a little baseball today. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, over nine, plus 100. Let's just root for runs. That's what I love the most. Now, AB, show your face. Where's that big old fat smile that I love <laughs> so very so, much? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Now, yeah. I saw some people on social media yesterday calling mm. you the interception whisperer. <laughs> I've heard you called yeah. a lot of names, but that is not one of them. How yeah. do you feel about that, sir? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, we've been called a lot of names. I assure you that. Um, I do like that one, though. It's much pleasant than what we usually get. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> like we see a lot of quarterbacks. Like, we watch a lot of film on them throughout the week and kind of have a good understanding of where these guys are. And I'm glad that you brought that up, Coach. All right, mm -hmm. so the three plays that we had tonight go right into that. You're going to see in the chat, what, no interception prop? Look. Zach and Maestro just broke it down for you. A hundred percent. Let me get the recap up here so you okay. can see. Geno Smith is a lot better than people give him credit for. Like, I think that he could put a pickup tonight, but we're not going to bet it. There's too much risk there, and the juice is like minus 190. So what we're going to do is we're going to play the Broncos Seahawks total turnovers over oh, one and a half. Okay. Much, okay. Yeah, much more juice. Now, because tonight could be a trap game for interceptions. Now fumbles are in play. Now drop punts, drop kick. Anything is in play tonight. All we need are two turnovers. And the juice, instead of 190 on Gino, 
130, right? So it's going to be a lot better there. All right, second. DK Metcalf, longest reception over 21 and a half yards, also priced at minus 130. I agree with Maestro. I agree with Zach. Geno Smith will put the ball up in the air. And if they're going to do anything, DK is going to have to be involved. We'll take that over 21 and a half. And then final play, Broncos team total over 25, also priced at minus 130. It's a weird number there. However, you know what? We're going to take it to the 25, three touchdowns, two field goals, or four touchdowns gets us home. I think the Broncos take care of it there. I love all three of those plays, and I know you're going to be a part of Early Edge Live tonight at 7.30 Eastern time, but sometimes, A.B., it takes people a little while to catch on to what we're doing, and there's so many new community members, whatever we want to call them here at the Early Edge. I saw a text in the chat saying, I think it was from Ruben, saying, I got killed in college football, but I came back in the NFL wild weekend. How can we help them with the college stuff there, A.B.? Absolutely, Ruben, my man. Wednesday, all right, 3 o'clock Eastern. Come right here. Watch the College Football Early Edge Show weekly, all right? We're going to be breaking down week three this week. Me, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Micah Roberts, sitting 60% against the spread so far this year. Come join us Wednesday. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a promise, too. If you come in there, drop a hello in the chat. I'll put you right up on screen, my man. Get you in there. Come join us. There you go. There you go. Now, dirty little secret here at this show, we're honest with you. We're truthful with you. We don't throw you lying lines out there. If somebody's hitting 60%, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. If somebody else is telling you, oh, we hit 80%, 90% of our 5% bombs of the week, we don't do that here. You'll never see a 5% bomb of the week. If you do, that person will not be on the show ever again. I promise you that. So a little bonus pick. It's our five. I'm kidding. 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 Uh, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. Maestro, Alabama, Zach Attack, AB on the ones and the twos. I am the coach. We're here every single day. The easiest thing to do, just turn on your notifications. Then every time we start any content, Like today, 12.30 Eastern time. I didn't tell you about this. Our Champions League preview for the week. We got more Champions League qualifiers this week, and we're here for you. Live right here on this channel, on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify. We got you covered right here on the Early Edge. Good luck. (laughs) 